The Merchant's Tale is the third novel told in the Canterbury Tales by Geoffrey Chaucer, composed between 1386 and 1393, and it is one of the most original texts of the world. The plot is inspired, with some adaptations, by that of Alexensius' 12th century Latin opera, the Hilegia Comedy Lydia, of the French Arnolfo de Orleans. The medieval Latin comedy had already served as inspiration to Giovanni Boccaccio for an episode in the ninth novella of the seventh day of the decade. The final episode, The Mockery of the Magic Fair Tree, appears in Boccaccio's work. Many elements of this novel will also be taken up in the story of the medieval, but here we are highlighted by the sarcastic humor with which the theme of marriage is treated. The merchant had a forked beard, he wore a colorful dress, a Flemish beaver hat, and both finished with some, all of which were fashionable in this period. He was a worthy woman who was researchful in his work and spoke with great solemnity. Although he appears prosperous, we know that the merchant is actually in debt. He manages to keep his head out of the water by borrowing more and more. At the time being in debt was a sign of moral weakness. So, when Chaucer tells us that the merchant was a worthy woman, we can take him a little ironically. In the merchant's prologue, we learn that he is unhappily married to a shrew woman who could win a battle against the devil. This state of affairs motivates him to tell a story about a man who ignores his friend's advice against marriage and comes to regret it. With the merchant, we have our first example of a new emerging middle class. The merchant's more cosmopolitan sensibility, knowledge of the latest international fashion, for example, is likely to serve as a contrast to the conscience of those, like as the knight, who come from more traditional social groups. Figure of the merchant, who also with Boccaccio represents the new merchant class that brings to light the new values of society. He tells the story of an older knight, January, who gets caught in the idea of getting married. He asks his two brothers for advice. One letters him and consent to everything he says, while the other advises him to forget his wedding plans. January ignores his advice and marries a young girl in her twenties name, called May. However, she is now with a young page. But the old January becomes blind. He manages to keep his young wife under control, being very jealous of her. One day, May meets the page in her husband's garden, and they climb up a tree. Indignant at the behavior of the woman in general, the god Pluto decides to restore the sight to January, who screams loudly when he sees his wife cheating on him with her love. Thanks to the help of the goddess Persephone, May makes her husband believe that this was a joke of the newly regained sight. The old man believes his wife and goes home, happy for the unexpected recovery. The story is followed by an epilogue in which it is the turn of the merchant to complain about the faults of his wife, calling their marriage a mistake. The figure of the merchant is not present only as a narrator in the work of Chaucer. In fact, he also appears as a character in a story, in the shipman's tale. The merchant is tangible, 
and the wife reveals that she is not happy with her husband, especially for this reason. The woman thinks he is useless, she talks about her sexual inability. The value is both financial and sexual. In the end, the merchant is deceived and robbed. We can see how the theme of the story and that told by the merchant is about false marriage.